0: Hello and welcome to The Restaurant Podcast, where we speak with chefs and restaurateurs from across the eating out sector on the key issues of the day. I'm joined today by Kat and Sue, founders of Malaysian food business, Makan Malaysia. The pair had been cooking Malaysian food at pop-up venues, but as a result of the COVID-19 lockdown, have now started creating Malaysian meal kits for people to cook at home. Thank you both for joining me today. Um, Let's start by you telling us a little bit about your business.
1: Um, well, we started like selling uh, Samba, which is our chili sauce, in the online shop, and then we moved into supper clubs and that grew, and we were uh, doing bigger supper clubs at bigger venues, and then pop-ups at like, markets and festivals, and then obviously that all had to change. So now we're, um, well, the past few months we've been sending food through the to people across the UK, just so that everyone can still keep eating, even though we can't like be there physically with them as well. And we're finding that it's like just really interesting because as people are in lockdown and they're trying to find new food to keep them entertained, you know, um, it's Malaysian food is still quite new on the scene and we're giving them another option so that it's not boring for them. Something that's just like not their usual that they would go
0: through. So, yeah. Sure. And um, what's I, I, and how did you two meet? What what's what's your what's your background?
1: <laughs> um, we went to high school together in Malaysia, we, and the teachers like forced us to be friends, <laughs> I guess. They studied us up together. Um, so yeah, we grew up in Malaysia together. I uh, came over to the UK hmm. yeah. about, years ago. about ten years ago for university, and. Um, okay. When we moved here, we couldn't find anywhere that could do Malaysian food how we wanted it, or that I could afford <laughs> Yeah, <them. laughs> on a poor student like budget. Um, so we then had to figure out how to cook for ourselves, so we've been cooking just for ourselves and our friends and family for the past, like, however long we've been here. But then it wasn't until two years ago when we thought, like, hey, we could really do something with this and start our own little Malaysian food, just like wanting to get Malaysian food out to everybody, as many people as we can. And um, with Makan Malaysia, Makan means eat, and so it means eat Malaysia. We're just trying to do not just the food, but talk about like the history, the art, and the culture about Malaysia as well, because uh, where it's geographically placed means that it's got influences from lots of different um, cuisines and cultures. And so we're so, really trying to, yeah. uh, But it's not necessarily as popular as all the areas around it, like Thailand, etc. So we just want to, you know, let people know it's there <laughs> and how great it is. Sure.
0: So. I mean, what, why do you think that is? Why do you think that Malaysian food hasn't hasn't maybe um, had the traction in the UK as as as, as you say, a Chinese or, or, or Thai?
1: I think it's just the number of people, like it's just the population, like the, the population of Chinese people or Thai people or Indian people here in the UK is just a lot bigger than uh, the population of Malaysian people here. So I think just by chance, by numbers, yeah. <laughs> then, um, but obviously there are loads of Malaysians here. It's just, we're growing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're making a stand, and
0: yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, and can you tell me a bit about so it's the, the the food that you're, you're you're cooking and 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 delivering? What what, what kind of dishes are, you, are are you cooking and and sending to people?
1: um We're trying to do like a variety. We don't want people to get bored, so we keep trying to update our menu, but we stick with like the core Malaysian meals the sort of things that we enjoy eating um there's no fun to cook it if you don't love it too <laughs> but i mean that's quite a lot actually so our main one is like a nasi namak, which is um it's a fragrant coconut rice cooked with lemongrass and pandan And we serve it with sambal and sambal is a malaysian chili paste and um it's really like the core of malaysian cooking like everything is usually served with sambal um so the nasi comes with a coconut rice kit um some crispy anchovies some peanuts and the sambal and then you can order that with curries like it um, uh, comes with like a banana leaf so you get like the oh yeah definitely <laughs> um, and then we have like a range of curries which we also update so we're trying to keep it something for everybody uh spicy not spicy meat veggie and snacks all the snacks yeah mm-hmm. um so beef rendang is one of our main ones as well we've got a vegetarian option as well which is made with jackfruit and uh mushroom um and the list just keeps going on <laughs>
0: Okay, so is it, is it an à la carte menu that people that people choose from, or is it, a, is, it a, is it a set menu?
1: Um, it's mostly à la carte, but we've put a few bundles together just because if people don't really know where to start, we want to make it easy for them. They can try a bit of everything,
0: and we have like
1: dinner for two bundles, so it just, it has everything you need. You don't need to buy anything, and it's just so easy. We want to make it accessible for everybody, really. Um, But separate to that, we also have our full menu, which we send out as like a kind of like a document for people who want this book, or if they're craving something, absolutely specific then we can create that for them so we've done a few like wedding anniversaries and birthday parties where they've contacted us and said like oh we're really craving such and such so we create a menu around that particular dish and we're able to then send it out to that party and their friends and families who might be living in different houses and then they all jump onto a zoom call and enjoy the same meal online which i just think is absolutely amazing we basically don't like to say no to anybody, <laughs> which is a good advantage, I guess. Really? So if someone wants something we'll be like, cool, just <laughs> <laughs> So anyone like sending special requests of things they miss, food they miss, or just try and make it happen.
0: Okay. And in terms of um what is it is this, is this nationwide or do you deliver locally? How does it work?
1: So we use UPS, which means we can go nationwide. Uh, we would love to go worldwide, but at the moment it's just in the UK. Um, and that's like next day courier chilled packages so the food is nice and fresh when it arrives. Yeah so our food has gone up to Northern Ireland, Scotland Wales and England obviously <laughs> because we're based in Reading um, but yeah our reach has just completely grown and we've just found a way and it's, great, it's, great. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually insane if you think about like how far our food is going and we would have never thought that this could be possible before lockdown or even think that
0: an idea like this would even exist, but yeah. <laughs> so, so do you, do you think kind of having to having to have done this? Um, do you think lockdown has made people more willing to, to to look at different cuisines or cuisines that they they may not they may not, may not traditionally eat? Have they been? Has it given businesses like you a big opportunity to 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 to, to, to deliver? Because obviously people people are now. Because of lockdown they're more used to, 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 to delivery into either cooking food in, in, from, from, from cooking kits or making food at home than they were three months ago so this must have been a good opportunity for you oh
1: definitely and it's, it's been a good opportunity for us and we're very grateful for the support we've had um but we yeah we've had people saying like because they're being forced to cook for themselves now they get kind of bored of their own cooking they want something new a bit more like out there. And even the, and even as takeaways are open, because um, because there's not a Malaysian food restaurant on every high street, you know, we've been able to give that opportunity to absolutely everyone. Um, and even for ourselves, I think like we're bored of what we can cook, yeah. and really and reaching out to like try and find uh, to satisfy ourselves as well, because yeah. you know normally we would go to like a food market and then try a bit of everything, but now that that's not available or not as readily available yeah it was trickier to get Um, so for ourselves we're looking for new foods to try and we're also being able to offer that yeah and I just think like the trend that everyone's just a little bit more experimental a little bit more open to Mm. like food adventure I guess
0: sure Uh, what are the most popular dishes uh that, that you that you sell
1: um I'd say our fishers do really well because they're just like Snacky, a little bit naughty. Uh, so they're crispy, uh, deep-fried uh, prawn or vegetable fritters, and we have like um, special like spice blend in them with bean sprouts and so we normally just eat them as a snack with like a bit of ketchup, dare I say. Um, but we've seen people dress it up and put them in on salads and put them into like wraps and stuff which is also just a, a really interesting way because we obviously eat our food in a certain way but we've seen people with their creations and it looks great and we we just love to see it, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, our fritters are probably our best ones and then after that I think our sambal does it really well. Uh, Again, our sambal is that chilli paste and we normally eat it just on its own with a side of rice but um, if you mix it into mayonnaise it it creates a great sauce or add coconut milk you can make a curry. It's quite versatile so I think it's easy for people to use every day so I think
0: okay and what about your what what are your 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 favorite dishes oh
1: wow they're so difficult <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know i think for me i love the specials like whatever well i'm just not loyal to one dish i think so when we create our specials which change we we try to change them every week um I get really obsessed with them. So last week we had this thing called pulut panggang, which is basically a like sticky rice, uh, sticky glutinous rice, wrapped in uh, banana leaves, which is meant to be roasted on the barbecue. And in that you can stuff them either with like spicy tofu or serunding, which is like a beef uh, floss. And yeah, that for me was so much fun to make and totally obsessed. And this week, for example, we've got ayam um, masak lemak, which means uh, chicken cooked in coconut milk and like with the flavors of that that's so different as well because it's more mild and it's got no chilies involved in it but but yeah I guess us with our specials we like to explore things we've had in Malaysia in our childhood it's just like it's very nostalgic but yeah we're doing it for ourselves really
0: (laughs) and and the food comes back packed so people just have to just have to heat it up does it require any other additional cooking, or is it it all just basically heat up and serve?
1: It's all basically heat up yourself. We wanted to do the hard work for everybody, and they just open it up and go. Yeah, we we also have some barbecue kits, because obviously the weather was uh, really sunny, like, was it, like, last month? And Mm -hmm. hopefully it's coming back, back. but we were just thinking, like, everyone's surely getting bored of just burgers and sausages. Uh, So we've got, like, our satay barbecue kits and our burnt fish. you heat on the barbecue. Yeah. Go. <laughs> um. But we also do have like an ingredients box. So it's called a masak box, which means a cookbook. And there we, this was we created this right at the start of lockdown, and going to the shops was even really really tricky. So we wanted to make um, Malaysian ingredients accessible. So for example, like galangal, lemongrass, fresh pandan, or like Malaysian sugars and tamarind. It's like your basic Malaysian pantry, and it's for people who wanted to like you said everyone's getting experiments with cooking for people who wanted to do it themselves at their own twist and we, we, couldn't, had find, we couldn't find these ingredients in their local like steedries or waiters yeah. or wherever they're shopping mm-hmm. so yeah got something for people who want to cook and people who
0: just <laughs> want to eat sure i mean i, I suppose one, one of the things that, that that helps break down barriers in terms of making types of cuisines more accessible is is getting people to 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 cook it even if it is just just heating something up or you know getting people to interact with ingredients that they might struggle to find and and and, because that that creates a a better understanding of the cuisine rather than just maybe going to a restaurant and and ordering it and and getting it served so this 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 must be you know a a good step towards you know spreading awareness of of malaysian cuisine um across the uk yeah
1: absolutely i mean that's what we're hoping for
0: yeah and i guess like before lockdown when we were doing our supper clubs we made
1: sure to like decorate the place with lots of malaysian artwork and fabrics and uh placemats and everything was themed to Malaysia and we talked about each of the different things and then and each of the dishes and what it represents and how it was created from the local area so in that sense we're kind of the Malaysian experience Um, and I think it's an experience when you eat our food.
0: So you, you you do you, you mentioned you did you do supper clubs and you, and I you, and gather you do some pop ups. Will you be doing supper clubs again, or is that something that you, you that lockdown has kind of put paid to, or will you or will you look to start reintroducing them when when the kind of you know lockdown eases? I
1: think we'll wait till it's like safer to do it because obviously it's quite an intimate dinner. It's not like going to a restaurant where you can sit people apart. Like Malaysian eating is very much family style, lots of sharing and. We probably have to rethink how we work a supper club so not any very soon but it's definitely like in our minds how we're yeah. going to do it and we loved hosting them so that's obviously like something we really want to get back into but not find a way yeah not if it's not safe to do so yeah
0: sure and just finally are there any are there any plans at all to maybe open your own restaurant one
1: day? <laughs> um it's in theory, it's nice, but we uh we lack commitment. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a commitment zone. But <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just the idea of uh, seeing and speaking to somebody every day and dealing with the public every day. Like, I mean, we still have to like running the store, and we're very like heavy on social media because we don't have a restaurant. Uh, but I think having an you have to turn up every day and open. Yeah. Like you're hide into that whereas like this morning for example we both had a breakfast and a lazy start which again couldn't be possible if we had our own restaurant yeah. <laughs> like if we are late in our mornings it means we have late nights but we can be flexible like that at the moment with a restaurant you just got to be there <laughs> so yeah we're a bit terrified about opening a restaurant
0: <laughs> yeah restaurants do, do require a, a, a significant level of commitment so um well maybe one day well, well, thank you very much for taking time to talk to me. I, I really appreciate it. It sounds like you're doing some, some really fat, fabulous stuff. That was the Restaurant Podcast. Thanks for listening. And join us again next time.